Okay, so here's the deal. Uh, that bug that Windows had, where it was deleting people's files, deleted our files. Mm-hmm. For, like, three of our episodes. That bug of the official Windows update. Yes, <laughs> yes. right, well... It, yeah, it's not really a bug so much as Windows, <laughs> you done fucked it. So, so much as a bug is a really bad feature. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Windows thought it would be really fun for us. Microsoft thought that they, they were wrong. We didn't enjoy it. And so what happened was all my files got overwritten. Those files included three episodes that had not been edited and fully released yet because we were working on like a one-month backlog so that if disaster struck, we would have backup episodes. We just didn't expect disaster to strike this soon. No. No, And we didn't have a backup hard drive in place. We're going to have one now. Believe it. Uh, (laughs) Also, let's do some Naruto fan fiction. (laughs) Yes. No. (laughs) <laughs> but what we do have is a somewhat edited episode. Like, before we officially launched the podcast, we did a few test run episodes to see, like, do we have things to say about fan fiction if we read some fan fiction? And because all three of us combined like to really over-prepare. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And so we did, like, several test episodes, and at least like a couple of them. Five. Four, yeah. 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 Four. And yeah. we've Thanks. still got, like, badly edited MP3s of a couple of them. And of those couple of them, at least one of them is something we're willing to release on the internet. Not only willing to release, but I, I think we're all kind of proud of it in our own way. It was, yeah. 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 It was really kind of a developmental sort of sense. It was one of the uh, preview episodes that I think, like, I, I'm, maybe I'm speaking for myself, but like, listen to it and like, maybe there is some content here that yes. is listenable. Yes. <laughs> Partially well, it's good I, content because it's, we, well, you'll see. We didn't really yeah. like it. We had a lot to say. I had a lot. I had enjoyed being super critical so um it was a very fun one to record so you know i guess without much more ado it also includes one of our personal favorite parts just referred to later as the bite yes (laughs) Yes. i it's a very personally favorite part of mine so you'll get to witness so please forgive the difference in quality that was before we've upgraded to our current equipment that was back in the old days when we just all uh got close around our our yeti microphone <laughs> mm-hmm. actually we were all recording respectively from our um our iphones like talking no, into the it like, wasn't that bad rock band microphones <laughs> <laughs> all right so sit back and enjoy this placeholder uh throwback preview episode of the ronma one half fan fiction wait what was the actual title uh, you'll uh, find out darkness and light darkness and, and light from that point on expect a regular episode and then some uh, maybe recap episodes as we try to as we catch fill up. in the yeah. missing episodes. So if we mention this is episode wrong episode number, then please forget it. <laughs> All right, introduction done. Old Amato, go. Retrospective, that is still a placeholder title, the podcast where we search out old fanfiction that we think might be good, and then find out how right or terribly wrong we were. My name is Amato, and with me are... I'm Dom. I'm Tori. (laughs) How's everybody doing tonight? We're doing good. It's really warm in here. That's my only complaint. Yeah, it's warm, and there's been allergies around. Mm -hmm. It's always a 
an, an issue? In Portland, Oregon, that's always an issue. <laughs> Everything, flowers, every, there's a tree everywhere. There's literally a tree right outside the window. It's like trying to get in. Luckily, I've recovered enough to read, you know, read our lovely fan fiction for the week. Yes. Um, I'm not sure if that made me sick again, but... It almost did me in. Yeah. Uh, should we jump right into it? Well, the, the author did mention that they did want um, more people to read it so they could have more reviews on yes. how to improve, so we're more than happy to oblige, I think, this time. I am sure yeah. they are. They would be thrilled to know that people are still reading their fan fiction from 23 years ago <laughs> and have thoughts about not, it. Not at all embarrassed about it. No. I was curious about the age of the writer, too, because you oh. know a lot of these are written by preteens and teenagers. I kind of had that... I'm just wondering what this person is thinking now. Well, let's talk words, about that so. person. Oh, I'm sorry, 21 years ago. Uh, so, the fanfic today ended up being Darkness and Light by Adrian Wong. And that was a mistake, uh, both in the sense that I wish that had not been the case, and that it's just um, not the fanfiction I meant to do. You have one job, Amato. <laughs> one job. Yes, one job. So To read fanfiction. <laughs> well, to find... To seek yeah. out fanfiction. And then, of course, and destroy it. <laughs> So there was a website, um, there was a guy, Tail Swapper, back in the heyday of Ranma fanfiction, who did kind of Ranma fanfiction awards. They would do like, oh, the best of the year, or when a whole lot of fics were coming out, the best of the month for a while. Wow. And so when I was looking for something for us to read for another test episode, I went to that well, and I was like, oh, okay, let's pick a fanfic here that got an award. And I chose Poison. But there's two Ranma fanfics called Poison. And... Poison was the original title of this one, Darkness and Light. This was not the Poison that won a Tail Swapper Award. That one is much, much shorter and not nearly as bad. That probably would have been a better one to do, I think. Uh, right. it's, it's like one page long. We might have had trouble talking about it. And if nothing else, I don't think we're going to have trouble finding things to talk about with Darkness and Light by Adrian Wong. This was posted online on January 14th, 1997, by the way. So it is 20 one almost and a half years old as of the time of this recording. We can take it to get a, get a shot afterwards. It's going to need it. Yes. This fanfic needs some alcohol in it. Uh, before we jump right into it, let's talk a little bit about Ranma One Half. What's y'all's history with it? Well, I, I own a couple of volumes, like 1 through 8, 12 through 26... <laughs> 34 through 36. Just, you know, the pieces, the, the best selection. Like oh, yeah, a curated, just a, an you know. indiscriminate selection of <laughs> I was trying to help you out. <laughs> Ranma is one of the first anime that I watched some of. Like, we found it online back when my brother and I were, like, looking for anime like you do when you're a baby anime fan. And, like, yeah, we found the first half baby. of season one or something. And that's pretty good stuff, like the first half of season one. Yeah. As soon as I saw anything past season one, I was like, oh, this is not the Ranma anime that I liked. Um, but back in the day, I also read, you know, all of the manga that was fan translated and thus online. So I was pretty into it. I think it was one of my first manga series that I read all the way through. Mm-hmm. I did not. I, I watched the anime when I was pretty young, again, on VHS, um, oh, wow. mythical VHS tapes. I had a lot of friends who had, you know, who had VHS tapes of anime. I'm not really sure how they got them. Some of them were kind of like bootleg yeah, they VHSs probably, with the fan subtitles. I was going to say, you must have had some rich friends if they actually owned the legit well, VHSs with like two no, episodes yeah, each. No, yeah, they weren't legit VHSs, <laughs> not at all. Um, and sometimes we'd rent them from, you know, like... 
you go to like the small East Asian owned because you know we're on the West Coast East Asian owned like video stores where you would have like half the store would be like you know traditional English language movies the other half would be like in Korean and I know the they kind would of have you know English about. subtitles and Korean dub over anime anyway so we would go there were a couple of video stores in Beaverton we'd go and rent stuff like that so I saw Ranma when I was probably. 12, I want to say, in like 2001. It's got to have been the same ballpark. Yeah, and I didn't see all of it. I just saw the beginning, and I had my issues with like... Even at that young age, I had (laughs) issues with the gender politics of Ranma. Um, But also just in general, the like, the misogyny, the kind of like uncomfortable, like... I don't know, I want to say like hentai-leaning elements of it with the, the perverted old... Man. Oh, yeah, yeah, for sure. Help all us out. Help us out, and, and just in general, like, all of the men are very kind of gross. I remember being but. very surprised when I found out that the manga author was a, was a woman. <laughs> yes, yeah. Well, and that's... And, um... Who is she married? She's married She's to She's married to the guy who did Yu Yu Hakusho and yes, Hunter, Hunter. And Hunter, Hunter. Please finish is, Hunter, Hunter. Oh, Hunter, Hunter is never going to get finished. Well, Hunter, Hunter is going through a lot. I, you, I found out recently, because I just watched Hunter, Hunter, like, all of it. Um, both of the... Wait, no, I'm confused. Isn't yeah. Naoko Takeuchi married to that guy? Yeah, Sailor Moon. Oh, sorry, Sailor sorry. Moon. Yeah, Naoko Takeuchi right. is right. married to him. Rumiko Takahashi is, is married like to you. her enormous piles of money, I think. Okay, <laughs> you're right. Naoko Takeuchi is married. Okay. See, I had that backwards in my head, too. Yeah, must have for been a some reason. for that. Uh, I have no cause idea. Because we, we read those at about the same Probably, time, I guess. Yeah. It's okay. It's not like you know a lot about Sailor Moon or something. Uh, <laughs> it's not like we both have, like, incredible investments in Sailor Moon. or There's literally, like... My childhood bedroom, where we literally, like my childhood bedroom where we literally tripping have, over like, Sailor Moon VHS. We are tripping over Sailor Moon VHS. I'm sorry you couldn't be here for the last fanfic, both because it was a much better fanfic, and because it was our first Sailor Moon one. I know there's going to be more. I already know that. There, oh, there will be plenty more. Oh yeah, just Hunter Hunter. Actually, my main complaint with Hunter Hunter now is not that it's not finished; it's that it's still going. It's gone on too long. Because if he had stopped it right after that conversation with Gon's father. That would have been fine. And that is where the, um, when they finally, oh no, they finally meet him. That's the end of the 2011 anime. And they, they That's a good ending. They're going to meet him, yeah. That, I just think he's a terrible father. Oh, he's, he's a terrible. I mean, he should I, have been killed at some point or just, just gone from the story. It's I do appreciate. terrible character motivation. I do appreciate when they continue past that point in the manga that you find out that no one likes him. Like, yeah. everybody yes. else just thinks See, he's a total jerk. that's kind of came back a little bit for me. Yeah. Was that stuff before the Chimera Ant arc? After the Chimera after, Ant arc. Right after, after. Right after. Right after. Right. That was the last arc of the okay. 2011. Might have been a little late to end it, but yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the Chimera Ant arc was... Ah, uh, went on forever. And it was terrifying. And it had no point? It was terrifying. I do appreciate that it was terrifying, but it was... But it... It's, it was... This is... This, Manga's made for children, like... Well... Sort of. But the anime, the 2011 anime was very childish compared to the 1999 one, and the Chimera Ant arc was just like, oh my god, these poor traumatized babies at this point in this this series they've been so invested in. It's quite a jump from Greed Island, yeah. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. I liked Greed Island. Me too. That was fun. Yeah, Greed Island was good. My favorite thing about Greed Island were all of those cards and magic items and stuff that were just super cool ideas that don't come up. But he shows you all of them, and you're like, whoa, that's really cool. They kind of brought back the world building that I liked so much early on in Hunter x Hunter, and they kind of gave up when they went to the city and, like... 
Yeah, like, oh. everybody got a little more... Kurapika got very, very dark. But I really like the Yorkshire City art, too. I like it, too, but I, I found it very... Like, it was so different from everything that came before it. It was, but I think that's one of Hunter Hunter's strengths. Yeah. That, you, that he does just kind of do a completely different thing each major story arc. And that being said, at some point, I guess we're going to have to read some Hunter x Hunter fanfiction. But... Maybe, but it might fall outside our wheelhouse that I'm envisioning, because when oh, was right. Hunter x Hunter? Well, the original anime was in 99. Okay, well, then there could be some stuff and out there, yeah. The manga's before that. The question is how... The manga's how... Is like, nice, like, 97 or something, yeah. I think. Is how available was it to Western audiences mm. in that time? Well, period? we downloaded the manga off of Toyama World, right? Yeah. And so, it was there... Because we read it, so yeah, we should search it out. It's possible. Yes. Anything up until the early 2000s is fair game in my book. Um, this is a very hipster podcast. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it's in the title. Retro's in the title twice. Right. Yeah. <laughs> if we go past 2001, it's not retro anymore. It's like I'm willing to go up modern contemporary. I'm willing to go up to like 2003 or so, but for me, it's like if it was first posted to fanfiction.net, that's a little bit too far because mm. this retro era is back when people were communicating via personal websites and mailing lists. Yeah, know? before instant messaging. Right. Because kind of, well, yeah, for me, my fanfiction fan fiction heyday was fanfiction.net, so this is all way before my time. I, I agree <laughs> with that. Yeah, I think fanfiction.net was probably where I read everything I did read at the time. But Well, no, maybe well, not. Not Sailor Moon stuff. We can, started, as soon as I could access the internet. We can do Sailor some early fanfiction.net. I'm not ruling it out. You'll, you'll bend down to that. You'll, I'll see to, to it. Like, Tarin published onto fanfiction.net originally. Oh my god, are we gonna read that one? <laughs> Look, I've been cruel enough to Tarin's fanfics. So I yes. still feel bad about so MSTing them. So That's, yeah, like, but... you don't do that to a friend's earnest Pokemon fanfic. Except I did. <laughs> yeah, that is a little bit. Because I was a jerk. Yes, a little but I actually feel like, you know, we were so cruel to Taran about their mm -hmm. fanfiction. Probably anything we could say about it now oh, we'll would be, be much better. better. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It would probably be like an up in Taran's Well, like, even at the time, I was jealous of somebody being able to write so cohesively mm -hmm. yeah. in such volume, such yeah. amount. I certainly, yeah, I feel like I paid the compliment. I was like, wow, like, you really invested yourself in this, and you were, like, 12. So. I didn't have the perspective at that point to, like, recognize real bad from, like, not that bad. Right. <laughs> and Tarin's was definitely the latter. Yeah. Well, and this one we're talking about today is... Oh, it's the former. Yeah. Um, let's jump into this. I assume that we are going to be cutting out that whole Hunter Hunter tangent. We'll see. But... So here's the question. I, I who, feel a little bad for this person who wrote this. Uh, was Adrian Wong? Adrian if, Wong. If they ever do listen to this, I feel a little bad already. Um, I'm sorry, Adrian Wong, but your fanfic's very bad. Now... You were probably 12, so we're not upset with no, you. No, no, we're not angry. We're just disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> like your parents would have been if they had also read it. But they say that, but they actually are a little bit angry. Mm -hmm. yeah. I'm a little angry. I'm a little angry. <laughs> So, I'm a little angry at Amato for making us read this. I'm angry at myself. I <laughs> regret everything. Okay, no, okay. To be fair, I've read worse fanfics. That's, That's not... not that doesn't say anything. It, it says very little, but who is prepared to try to summarize this fanfic? Uh, I'm going to leave that to you. Okay. Where do we start? <laughs> Again. Yes. Um, I feel like I don't even want to summarize. I just want to start talking about... about the broader issues at play here. Can I do that? 
Well, uh, maybe just a brief summary. <laughs> okay. Where very very brief summary. Set the stage. Very very brief summary is that. Where do you start? It's a post continuation. Okay. Yes. Of the end of the series. The end of the manga. Post manga Ranma fanfic, mm-hmm. and. Basically, Ranma gets fed up with being put upon by all of the terrible stuff in his life. Which he, is truly terrible. Which you is true. It was it, well. The author did really notice. Not that Ranma uh, didn't have his role to play. We but. need to get to that in a moment. Mm. But first, so Ranma gets all fed up with that, and he kind of takes turns chewing out any given member of his supporting cast yes. before and attempting to murder his father. Because on should we well. should we just go to the dark twist at the end no, in the right. middle now? Yeah. Yes, attempting to murder his father for prostituting him as a child. Yeah. It is a dark fic. In the meantime, he, Ukyo he wants to murder a lot of people. Ukyo, who clearly the author likes the most, mm-hmm. gets to be gets to act morally superior to everyone else and take turns mm-hmm. chewing out people like Akane as well. Yes. yes. That. And have a lot of morally superior inner monologues. And in the meantime, hidden in there is a fanfic that I would actually like to read, which has to do with Ranma and Ryoga's relationship. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I would love they're clearly fanfic. in love. Hidden in this fanfic is a good fanfic that wants to get out. I was so <laughs> hoping that that's where it was going to go. When, yeah. Around the middle, right there around the middle, and then it goes to Ranma biting because Ryoga. <laughs> I know. Which I thought was very sexual, but... Well, it was, but... Yeah. very weird at the same time. I, like, this person of a vampire fetish, I kind of <laughs> am a little concerned. But basically, they didn't follow up on that in any relevant they way. They don't! And it's a, it's a crying shame, because when there's the flashback, and, like, young Ranma, back when the time he's friends with Ryoga, goes to Ryoga, and he's like, hey, let's get out of here, I'm running away from home, come with me. And Ryoga's like, yeah. what, why? And Ranma's like, someone's after me. And Ryoga's like, I don't really get it, but you're my friend, and okay. I was yeah. like... I'm invested in this flashback. Show me more of it. Yes, and you know what yes. the author does not do? Show us any more of that. Uh, the author does a great job, I will say, of explaining kind of the root of this conflict yeah. between them that's never really truly explained in the manga, or at least not that I, so I didn't read the whole manga, but yeah. I feel like, you know, it's more lighthearted. But really explaining where that conflict comes from and really talking about the tensions of their relationship and then doing and, nothing. With, and then they make like, out, and like, I was... Yeah. It, it was a little bit out of character for Ranma to be pushing that, but like I, Ranma was very out of character. I thought Ranma was a little out of character. It was yeah that part. Like, the author liked Ranma. I don't like Ranma. So yeah, the author uh, likes Ranma. Hates all the female members of the cast. Man. Except Ukyo. Except Ukyo. Yeah. I'm, okay. Yes. No. The author clearly is a big Ukyo fan. I mean, so here's the thing. Let's talk about tone and genre, <laughs> because... So this is a problem that happens when you have a gag manga and you try yes. to take it to a serious place, is that it gets wrong and dark in all the wrong ways. Because you were right, Tori, that the author is calling out terrible shit that characters do in Ranma. Yes. But everyone's a terrible person in Ranma. Right. That's, it's, it's always right. sunny in Narima. Like, <laughs> it's almost like trying to... It's almost like trying to take Seinfeld and make it right. into something. I, like, literally, this is like trying to make Seinfeld into a dark, like, probing character documentary. Right. Like, like, and one of the one of the bases of this fic is that Rama did nothing wrong. Mm-hmm. And no, Rama's also a terrible person. Rama's yeah, a terrible Rama, person. Like, Rama acts completely different in this. Like, yeah. it, it, it's almost like everything that's happened to Rama just happens to right. him. There was no blame involved. And, and his father's awful and everyone else is awful. And it's like, I mean, his yeah, father is awful. His yeah. father's really, really awful. But it's like, 
Instead, they focus on his angst instead of on, like, you know, Ranma's character is almost non-existent in this, in the sense of, like, he doesn't act like Ranma. No, he does not. And he's out for vengeance, and yet even that, when they have an argument, and he's like, I've never done anything wrong, and right. Akane realizes that she's done oh, everything, I've done everything wrong. wrong, it's like, are you kidding no, me? No, and that's not the case at all. It's and further, not. furthermore, um, I just feel like it's... It's not fair to hold people, hold things against people that they did while they were in a gag manga. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, on a scale of 1 to 10, how, how, how big a sin do you think it is in original Flavor yes. Ranma to try to murder someone on a scale of 1 to 10? I'm thinking a 3? Well, because the murder isn't, like, necessarily, uh, it's not necessarily real, like... People get hit by giant spatulas yeah. every day, go right. flying into the sky, and they land miles away in a and crater, like, and they're not going to die. No, they're but not. But in this, it's treated as actual, like, reality. Like, right. physical and, bodily harm and offense has been done by the giant spatula and the, the crater and the flying through the sky. And in the manga, there's an attempted murder at the beginning of every arc. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. It, it, attempted because murder in, in original flavor Ranma is, like, something where afterwards you're like, oh, sorry, I tried to kill you, I was angry at the time. Like, yeah, the end. I mean, that's the whole point, is because they're all martial artists, and it's played up. It's played up, it's exaggerated. So I would almost understand if the author had taken it and taken that exaggeration out of the original context and said, like, those things mm -hmm. maybe didn't happen to the extreme that... That, that would make more sense. Them. But no, no, everybody is harboring personal feelings about these things that they never bothered to express or, you know, like, even, you know, in the privacy of their own thoughts ever expressed yeah, to I, the and audience. The, so. Only the characters the author like get away with those things. So Ukyo's okay. like, uh, I feel kind of bad about bombing that wedding at the end of the manga. Yeah, they kept yes. saying that phrase, bad for bombing that wedding, and then <laughs> excusing that. Like, oh, that I, that, that, was that can be excused. Yeah. Because the author likes Ukiya. Because there's, because there's, what, what was the excuse though? They're just flashbangs. <laughs> <laughs> I don't understand. I, yeah, it really does. It's, it's very quiet. But I, I do love that at the very beginning, the author has the disclaimer of what they, they've learned from this, and that's that Akane fans will hate them for this portrayal. Well, or they're, they're right. Like it's yeah. true. But <laughs> it's you a know, bad portrayal. <laughs> yes, it is a bad portrayal, but it's not as bad as they're portrayal of like the characters they like it's not as inaccurate rather i just you, you're that's right so that bizarre. the characters that the author likes do feel least in character ukyo and ranma mm -hmm. like they almost feel like just very reasonable people beset by a world of just what? nonsensical humans and i don't feel like I either mean, character plays ukyo, that way. i mean are you saying in the manga ukyo wasn't always a very you know nice considerate christian person <laughs> the Christianity, really, okay. like, and they even, but they say Ukiyo doesn't know that much about Christianity. Yeah. But it, well, apparently, it's you know affected but her. The, in some I, I was counted eight different direct references to Christianity in, in this film. Yes, that was something going on. That was better handled than I first expected. That's not, that's not huge praise. I was just expecting Team yes. Revelations level Christianity. <laughs> Did you ever read that fanfic? No. It's a famous MS King of a Pokemon fanfic with a oh, couple dear. of Christian original characters. Oh, oh, do they come and they uh, teach the Pokemon world about uh, yes, they do. Christianity? They're, uh, they're like the only Christians in the world. You know, I was really hoping that some Christian missionaries would get sent to <laughs> the Pokemon world and help to educate them out of their dark and dismal, like, what is the religion well, of Pokemon? Um, Pokeist ways. The religion is there's a shrine in Ilix Forest. 
Mm-hmm. Done. Have, they have, worship Pokemon, right? Yeah, they, 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 they do. They the do. Gods are Pokemon. They, they there, do. There is a there isn't like uh, at all god Pokemon. So. And they worship the the weather kami, and they worship yeah. like. Um, isn't there a different god Pokemon in every movie? No, but there is one who's well, like. Well, there's the, only one who created the world. Yes, thank you. <laughs> Which Pokemon is that? Arce- how do you pronounce Arceus. it? Arceus. Arceus? Arceus? Arceus works. I actually have never Arceus? said it, I've only I seen it in my game. Yeah, anyway. it's it's supposed to be like the Bodhisattva Kanon, like the Thousand Armed mm-hmm. Kanon, who's like big in Japan. Yeah. But like it also kind of created the world, and you can kind of catch it in a ball and have it try to Rakata. Yeah, they have a lot. <laughs> it's true. They have a lot of Hinduist and just and Buddhist Hindu weird yeah, yeah. like generally like some Shinto references. Yeah, the, like I said, the a lot we- of Hinduism. Surprising amount of Hinduism. The weather kami in black and white yeah. are Shinto gods. Like um, one of them's Fushimi. I know. Anyway, uh, the point is the Christianity in this fanfic was less over the head with a mallet than I was expecting. It was in the language though. They had characters saying, yeah. "God be my witness." They, they did say that. Yes. Yeah, I feel like that was a little more subconscious. I, I think for I, the author's. I, I, mean, I don't possibly. think it was. I don't, I don't believe it was intentional, but it was mm-hmm. obviously the author's mindset. Yes. Mm-hmm. And Ukyo, the main Christianity thing is that Ukyo, for some reason, His... is inspired by seeing a cathedral around. The newly built c- cathedral that happened just after the manga series. Yes. <laughs> Yes, is inspired by the imagery despite not knowing much about Christianity, and, and yet somehow continuously draws on the sacrifice of Jesus in right. order to represent her own position. Not, not even that, the symbol of the Son of God. Not ah, even yes. right. Not even Christ itself, but the yes, symbol like somehow of knows the lore and is able to interpret it very abstractly through a series. Including the of more images. obscure one I wasn't familiar with, the the heart with the thorns around it. Oh. You know, I think that's just a very common, like, this is going to prove that I'm a bad Catholic, but it, it's a common, like, stained glass window image. And I feel like they're almost drawing on, like, a, a tattoo style of, like, stained yeah. glass windows that, that without having, like, a lot of understanding. I mean, there's the crown of thorns. There's obviously, like, the blood of God. It's a very Catholic thing. Like, 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 drink the blood of God. I, I think I've seen that image someplace, yeah. but, like, in re- I'm reference to... I'm not so to, sure um, it's a Christian thing. I think it's a Catholic thing more than anything else. I, well, I was raised Catholic, and I, I, I don't recall ever in being in a church where a heart with thorns was present. <laughs> but it's a, we, we are very fixated on suffering in Catholicism, so, like, thorns are definitely a thing. Blood's definitely a thing. I can see how the <laughs> images come together. I'm just not so sure if it's... I mean, I'm just not sure. But either way, it was inappropriately, inappropriately used in, in the film. Yes, yes, because didn't they take it... Well, because, you know, the heart, you know, could be the love of God, but with how far Catholicism goes back and Christianity goes back, we don't necessarily have the heart as love at the point in which these images were contrived, but mm. I guess they wouldn't know. In the context of the fanfic, it mostly inspires Ukyo to be like forgiving towards Akane and such. To everybody. Yeah. Well, to every yeah, I know. But like, yeah. it, it was a comment that was created because, like, to hear the author describe it, Akane was always completely like hateful and intolerant to like Rama's other suitors. Yeah. And I remember her and Ukyo. I remember her having no beef with Ukyo. Like they hang out. They don't hang out as friends, but like they had no conflicts in yeah. particular. Akane yeah. wasn't. Aggressive to people that didn't try to kill her. No. No, yeah. Akane, and Akane was, like, loud with Ranma all the time, but that's because, like, what are you going to do when your fiancé is, like, hanging out with other chicks? They shouted like, at, <laughs> at each other. Yes, so. at each other. It well, was always mutually provoked, I'm pretty sure. It, I, I reread a bunch of the manga lately, 
most often it is Ranma saying something insulting and then getting... Yes, because Ranma says yes. a bunch of horrible things. Yeah, well, Ranma's a jerk. And Akane's the only one who gets upset with him. And, you know, that's what I liked about Okane, is well, because she didn't put up with his sh- This is It's also what I like about Ranma. Not, not so much the saying the insulting things, but most of the time when terrible things happen to Ranma, it is because... Ranma is being an arrogant jerk or overconfident or it's his oh he's bringing yeah. it upon himself and that's what makes the manga work is that our, sure. your main character can be a jerk as long as it's funny and as long as like and they're punished and, and and like he has some redeeming features to make up for it but he's still allowed to be a jackass but if we're talking Especially about Seinfeld yeah if we're talking right. about Seinfeld that whole premise is based on these are terrible people, and mm-hmm. it's okay to laugh at them right. because terrible things when, happen to yeah, them. Yeah, when bad things happen to them, they brought it on themselves because yeah. they've done terrible things. I right. just watched a video talking about why Big Bang Theory isn't funny. Why is Big Bang Theory not funny, among because the many reasons? you laugh at these <laughs> yeah. characters that are only identified because they're scientifically inclined, mm-hmm. and yeah. that's why you laugh at them. With, mm. with the, compared to the Seinfeld, huh. you laughed at them where there were bad people who did bad things, so then it was okay to laugh at them. Right. Yeah, I think it's really funny, too, because having not seen very much Big Bang Theory, I've always just found the characters just really abhorrent, you know? Just, like, really just obnoxiously pretentious, you know, elitist assholes. But I do feel like you know, that's that's kind of countered my point. It's like almost like they haven't really done anything to bring it on upon themselves and like but also not that many bad things happen to them. It kinda there's yeah, there's kinda not that much to make fun of there, I yeah. guess. They are not great characters, but they are they're not but the laughing they, points they're, are the they're science. Not like Seinfeld. Yeah, they're yeah. yeah, right, exactly. The laughing points are haha, these guys the laughing, are geeks. Yes. Yeah. Instead yes. of saying you slipped why on would the, you laugh at that? Yeah. <laughs> Instead of saying you slipped, you say like there was an inefficient amount of friction that cause a coefficient of then laugh track. And, and then, you know, if you a lot of times I feel like, yeah, the laughs are played out like, haha, I don't know what that means. I mean... Which I find just very kind of strange. You could have just said it's not funny because it has a laugh track. No. Seinfeld has no. a laugh track. Seinfeld has a laugh track? it's funny. Yes, yeah. I just watched all of Seinfeld and online. Seasons. When it comes down to it, I am a sit- sitcom junkie at heart, so yeah. That I- Situational comedy is the new situationism, that's what I always say. <laughs> I think I must have blocked that out in my memory from Seinfeld, probably because I was actually laughing. <laughs> <laughs> Seinfeld's like the only funny sitcom I can think of off the top of my head, to be honest. But... Uh, I would probably have to stretch the definition of sitcom. Sure. Yeah, to think of other examples. Doesn't it have to have a laugh track to be a sitcom? Mm-hmm. Isn't that a part of it? I mean, obviously uh, situational comedy yeah. is... It, more of a, not a genre per se, but more of You a, could describe many things as situational comedies, yes. but the genre of sitcom, yeah. Made me walking in the door yeah, every day. Like the situational genre. comedy, <laughs> like trip over the box, fall on my face. Like the genre of sitcom is like canned laughter and like um, three cameras, I think. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's a lot that goes into what a sitcom is, but I guess that's fair. So, Rama would make a decent sitcom, I think. Yes. Well, because it's yeah, a sure. gag comic, yeah, which right. is essentially the same genre. Now, in terms of, let's talk about that a little because Ronma's not exclusively a gag comic. True, and we're going to run into this is a thing in Utena fanfic, not Utena fanfic. It's, <laughs> it's also a thing in Utena fanfic. Wishful thinking. It's, it's a, just waiting I, for I the Utena fanfic to come out. I wish we were reading Utena. Uh, uh, it's time. a thing in Ronma fanfic where there's not a whole lot of fanfic that is the original flavor. Because that's really hard to write. Yeah. Um, and I mean, so that's true. Writing gag stuff in Takahashi's voice or close 
is difficult, and most people don't do it. Well, it's, so, a lot of the comedy is physical, which is why it works so true. well in a visual form of media. That's so true. So writing fan fiction, not fan comics or fan you know movies, probably makes this why a lot of Ranma fanfic isn't. I think so. Yeah, Tailswapper right? wrote an essay about it that we could yeah. write at some point, read at some point. But basically, we're going to be reading a lot of Ranma fanfic, and very little of it is going to be original flavor. Most of it is going to be to some degree or another, more serious than the source material. Um, but there's different ways you can go with that, right? You can go serious action, you can go kind of like dark adventure, because it, it, it goes there a little bit, like with the kind of herb and saffron kind of arcs, where it's like, well, there's, you know, there's some kind of villain or issue that people need to team up and like work together to fight. With, with uh, serious consequences that happen. With serious mm -hmm. consequences. Now, when Takahashi's doing it, there's still going to be a lot of gag action and, like, people, sure. Moose may be trying to murder Ranma at some point, whatever, but, um, but you can see the, the seeds of somebody writing about that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. And furthermore, there are the occasional, like, no, we're taking this seriously emotional beat. And so there are seeds yes. there for fanfic to grow out of also. Um, yes, so when we're calling it a gag co comic, it is. Yeah, but, but it's not like your traditional four-panel gag, so... I'm just saying there's a lot less Urusei Yatsura fanfiction out there. Yeah. yeah. I mean, exactly. <laughs> it's not It's not your, like, let's have four panels that are... It's not like, the, it's not like Ziggy, right? Or right. Like, it, it's know. not what the fans came no. away thinking about. Now, fans, if you know of any it's Ziggy fanfiction, <laughs> please send it our way. <laughs> uh, or Dilbert. Oh, man. See, but, There's you know, got to be some crazy Dilbert fanfiction out there that I probably don't want to read. What I do want to like, what I do want to say on that note is like, I guess in Radba, you know, you can see you know kind of the brilliance of what Takashi's done in the sense that you have investment in the characters yeah. themselves, um, even though they're ridiculous. And you, you almost expect you know you expect a level of like a character driven plot, but I kind of feel like the substitute for that is instead of characters ever changing, mm -hmm. they go through trials. They revert to their old ways, and then they get boring, and a new character gets thrown in. Mm -hmm. Like, instead of having a character-driven plot by characters changing, it's almost a character-driven plot by new characters coming in. I think you are right, and you see the reverse, where characters who are no longer useful get written out. Mm -hmm. I'm thinking, I'm looking at Dr. Tofu. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. like new trials for Radma is a new girl, a new fiancé, well, or something, you know that... what I mean? She, she really slows down on the introducing mm -hmm. new reoccurring characters once she gets a balance that she's good with. And so they do still show up, but it, they're not usually like a Ranma fiancé. It's like, what, Miss Hinako True. shows up later, mm -hmm. Akari shows up later, and like but she has stuff to do with them, it's... but they're not, they're not Ranma fiancés. They're starting to attach right. them to different characters. I guess I was thinking more of it as, you <laughs> know, because it is sort of a harem manga. Mm -hmm. I was thinking more of that, like, that's how the harem manga functions, is to have... Mm -hmm. And you, when the the four main girls get a little bit boring, here comes the new girl, and she's different in this way. You know, There's, she's this different archetype. So, I I haven't seen the anime. Mm -hmm. I feel like there might be a little more of that in the anime. I think because I've someone seen all of the anime. I think the so. wells that Takahashi returns to are different wells that, mm -hmm. from my memory. Yeah. Once she well, gets you have read all, once she gets Ukyo shampoo, all, Akane, so. and Kodachi, she's pretty much done with that. Mm. But she does return to the well of like. For some reason, Ranma has to challenge some completely off-the-wall, extremely specialized yes. martial arts style. Or the well of, like, um, 
Sure. You know, like, once once her mo- his mother shows up of, like, here's a Ronma's mother story, which means for some reason yeah. he's going to be trying to hide his identity. Yeah, sometimes they do Absolutely, combine the yeah. uh, martial arts challenge with the fiancé of the week. Do yeah. they? Well, like, uh, yeah. But it's just for or, the challenge. For a love interest, maybe not necessarily the fiancé. And there's also other, because there are so many other characters, there's love interests for those characters as well. That can make you look, Like Konatsu, yeah. Right, or, you know, maybe not a love interest, but, you know, that kind of love triangle kind of situation. The unfulfilled love is a very big part of theme in Rama. Well, I take your point that there's very little character progression to speak Mm of. Once the characters get in and get settled, they're kind of just there. They're there, yeah. And and the manga coasts off of um, fairly episodic things, even if even if continuity like a technique will still be there, a character will still be there. It's kind of like fun story after fun story. Yeah, the most continuity they have are with the battle techniques that just keep Progressing yes, and, yes. Keep, yeah. Yeah. and that's another thing that people love, right? That's another form of repetition that people will keep, yeah. like, seeing, like, the evolution of power of the characters' martial arts styles. And you know what I love about it, too, is that there's real martial arts styles that are used, like Kempo, mm-hmm. but totally unrealistically, because everybody does crazy unrealistic things with crazy unrealistic weapons. I find that, like, very fascinating that that... Takeshi doesn't have to add too much of the technical aspect of the martial art just because she could do something like this person's a chef and a martial artist and they combine those together as like mm. the okonomiyaki uh, kempo or whatever I yeah. don't even know and do you know much about the real version of martial arts fine dining what, what's involved there I don't think you have, can stretch your mouth like you can in the, <laughs> well uh, as in a martial Roma, artist yeah. who often eats um <laughs> I can say that it's exactly like everything you've seen in Ranma. Okay, pretty impressive yeah. then. And what about, uh, what have we got there? Martial arts tea ceremony? Uh, never know the real tea martial ceremony. arts tea ceremony? Well, if it's anything like real tea, tea ceremony, it'll be long and boring and make crappy tea. So. <laughs> <laughs> While remaining seated. Yes. Yeah. Very politely. Yeah. Well, uh, hey, it, you know, in the second, in second Karate Kid movie... His Japanese love interest does do a tea ceremony for him during a storm, and it's very romantic. So that's all I have to say about that. How do I not remember that part? I just remember the ice chopping and the drum thing. I say, ice chopping? I just watched this movie, too, and I don't even know what you're saying. There's a big storm that destroys a village, oh. and he saves, like, a bunch of people. There's, I think it's while the storm's brewing, they're in, like, an abandoned shack in the... You know, the girl from the village, from Miyagi's old village, is making him tea, making Ralph Macchio some nice tea. And Ralph Macchio is still looking 16, despite being like 25 at this point as an actor. Ralph Macchio? <laughs> <laughs> that was a joke nobody appreciates. It. That was really good. I appreciated that. I only know the first Karate Kid movie because I read the novelization as a kid. What? Excuse yeah. me, there's a novel of the Karate Kid? Uh, novelization, yes. <laughs> oh, man. That's something I'm going to have to read. It, I don't know if you do. Oh, uh, no, I do. Look, we have more important things for you to read, okay? okay. Like oh, terrible gosh, fan fiction. But, but Monica, we're please. talking about anything but that at this point. Well, to get back to it. Oh, oh, God. At first, I was going to write down some representative quotes to read. Mm-hmm. But then no. I thought, you know what? Any given paragraph from this fanfic mm-hmm. is probably exactly as good as any other for delivering the flavors. Well, I, I've Except got a, for the part where Ryoga gets bit. I've got a couple of 
quotes. Oh, okay. Go for it. You're saving me the trouble of having to randomly find a paragraph, so go ahead. <clears throat> I don't know what love is, Uchan. I just know what it isn't. <laughs> and what isn't it? No, nothing in the series, apparently. Yeah, mm-hmm. I guess so. I just, I, I honestly just can't believe this part um, where, here we go. Read us the bite. <laughs> <laughs> Do you need so, to set the scene before the part that you read? We're going to set the scene just a little bit. So, Ranma was very legitimately frying Hoposa, like, yeah. ele- with electricity, like, actually intending to kill him, which I, I think is fair. Dude's done nothing yeah. but, like, assault women. Like, mm-hmm. I would definitely fry him. I also thought it was a bit funny it actually turned out like it would in the gag manga. He just turns up a little crispy at the end. Yes. And, absolutely. But, but then and, it's revealed and Ron was thinking that he was trying to kill him. <laughs> well, in the original, they would kill him if they were in a genre where they could. Yes. Like, yeah. it's just that they're you the best they can it. do is, like, lock him in a cave or, like, throw him out to sea, you know? I mean, didn't they try? Mm-hmm. Sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, more... They, no, they, they intercede to save his life when, like, pantyhose is going to try to kill him because they're like, well, yeah, don't kill him, I guess. But, yes. you know, everyone hates him. So anyway, continue. Okay. So yeah, Ranma, you know, splashed by water by Haposai, tries to fry Haposai. Ryoga saves Haposai's life for some reason. Yeah. This fleck of, like, obscure male sympathy. Ranma, you know, <laughs> is in um, their quote-unquote girl form, or whatever that's supposed to mean. The author will change pronouns for Ranma based on whether, based on ba- essentially the physical appearance of Ranma's mm-hmm. body. So this is very, um, and you know, we've always been given this sexualized presentation of Ranma as the red-haired girl, so. The little red-haired um, girl, yes. Yeah, this is very, <laughs> yes, yes. Um, <clears throat> Ryoga and Ranma are facing down, it's very tense, they've had a battle, they're upset with one Ranma finally got the guts to tell Ryoga off, apparently, um, earlier, which I don't know Ranma was harboring such, like, harsh feelings. I didn't think he cared that much. I didn't <laughs> think so either, but apparently he did, so he's, you know, he's very set on Well, it's because in this fanfic, they were emotionally yeah. closer to begin with yes. than they were ever shown to be in the original, and yeah. I think that's a good direction. Yes. Um, but that's well, why Ranma was so this, you know, upset. This says it right here. Looking back at this boy, this boy being Ryoga, who had given her wounds inside and out, Ranma being her, Wounds inside and out, all right? It's something. I don't know how deep inside or how long, but... Ramachan's eyes suddenly flashed with an eerie but enticing light that cooled down Ryoga's heat immediately. Clamping both of her small hands onto Ryoga's shoulder, she pulled the boy toward her until their faces were only inches away from each other. Ramachan's red hair was tossing against his face by the wind, stroking a fire that was never meant to be. Ryoga could even feel the heartbeat behind her ample bosom as she pressed herself against his chest. Ryoga's expression was one of surprise. Ran, Ranma? Ramachan leaned forward, her eyes obscured by her flowing long hair. As she opened her delicate lips, Ryoga could feel her soft breath blushing against his throat. Stay still, she commanded in a soft but husky voice. Ryoga obeyed his breath quickening as Ramachan's breath trailed downwards. Nobody else, not even Akari, had given him the strange sensation that he was experiencing now. Memories and images flashed before his mind in a frenzy, and choosing the unexpected moment, Ramachan bit down into the flesh between his neck and left shoulder. It wasn't just a normal bite, rather it was the bite. 
with a year of piled-up frustrations fueling its strength. She was relentless in her strength, and the skin of the lost boy gave way immediately as blood gushed out in tiny fountains. And then, just gonna add this, Ryoga gasped as his head flew up in pain. Every sense in his body screamed at him to push this ferocious madwoman away. Um, and I could go on, but really, it's just, it's that sexual. Oh, yeah. So. Bravo, great reading. Yes. Yeah, I know, right? Yeah. I'm glad you isolated that quote. <laughs> it was so crazy. <laughs> I can't yeah, get over that. I, I, that's, that was a, I'm flushed just from reading. Yeah, that was a great drama. I, I can't, can't wait for the audiobook version of this. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, think you know which part I'm playing. <laughs> you know what? The narrator. I just remembered one more character the author likes, and that's Shampoo. Oh, yeah. And, and you know, I actually thought the characterization of Shampoo was... was it, it was fine. Good. The author yeah. really hammers home... There's a slight undercurrent of racism in the portrayal of Shampoo. Like, you know. It, yeah. it's, it, it, it's there, because she's portrayed as, for some reason, she's the only one who doesn't speak good Japanese. It's, she's, she's, it's a very racist portrayal well, in, in Ranma. It's, yeah, it's mitigated like, by the fact that, like, that's not at all a thing for any other Chinese character, but for some reason it is with Shampoo, specifically. It, it like, is. It, yeah. Um, I, saw, I really... Oh, no, I'm sorry. It's also the case for the Jusenkyo guy, who's also a racist caricature. I still think both yes. their Japanese is way better than mine. Well, that's... <laughs> yeah. But, but the, the author really hammers that home that, like, yes. Shampoo is suffering being in a very racist society where she is not fluent in the language, but she's here because she's, like, really sincerely going after Rama. Yes. It, and the, I, the author kept using the word bimbo so much. I oh, thought sure I, did. I was going to, like, and chuck the phone. But, you know, the author was very conscientious of the fact that was being used so derogatorily towards I, the character. I that's was, true. I've got no yeah. problem with the author pulling out the racism yes, and the sexism that, 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 like, people have towards Shampoo, and yes, and but, that and the difficulties she would have being in very homogenous, yes. racist Japanese society. I That's do have a problem with... good thing they did, yeah. <laughs> but. I do have a problem with who he puts some of that racist, sexist language in the mouth of. Like, Akane? Yes. Like, the... I don't know. It seems strong. It was very complicated because, like, Ranma doesn't seem to harbor any of these feelings of she's this, like, basically, you know, dumb mm -hmm. bimbo, and yet there, every situation he's in with her, he has a hard time resisting the temptations of her appearance, and right. that's, that's just placing that on her again. Like, mm -hmm. let's be honest. Like, I don't... I didn't really get that very well. I think it's, it's not a very analyzed, well-analyzed, like, self like, self-analyzed critique, I don't know. The author didn't think it through all the It's way, not deep, but the author is sympathetic to her. Yes. In a way that he's well, not sympathetic think... towards most characters. Yes, and probably mostly because I think, you know, based on the author's last name, they're probably of Chinese descent, I'm not sure, mm -hmm. but maybe there's, like, an element... I mean, not just because of that, but maybe it's an element of empathy, I'm not sure. Possibly British, too. I, I saw yeah. a you and Flavor somewhere. Okay. Well, I wouldn't know. I was just kind of like, it's interesting that they... We're aware of the racism there and not really calling out a lot of other things that went on in Ranma. Um, and yeah, very specifically with Shampoo is really interesting. Mm -hmm. Like, she is, she's caricatured to be like a misogynistic stereotype and a racist mm -hmm. one as well. The author seems aware of that, and yet all the women in Ranma are misogynistic stereotypes and maybe not as aware of that. Like, Akane being the shrew, essentially. Mm -hmm. Not aware of that at all. They make her more shrewish quote-unquote yeah so. and it's not out of character for this fic 
Akane to say that because Akane is a terrible person in all respects. So of course, why not racism also? <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. yeah. That yeah. that's what bothered me about that. I I would want to read a fanfic about Shampoo's struggles living in Japan, and mm. like, and kind of like yeah. the ex- the extent to which it is rough on her to be out of her culture and out of her country and out of her language. I'm interested in that topic, but throwing such really harsh. Mm-hmm. racist, sexist language into people like Akane seems unfair to well, Akane. It's especially unfair to Akane. Especially unfair, I think the most unfair thing that hits the nail on the head, the most unfair thing the author does, which is to put the sexism that occurs here, the misogyny that occurs here, mm-hmm. onto the other women, and the mm-hmm. jealous fiancés, which is just, it's blaming misogyny on women, it's blaming misogyny on women who are jealous of other women, which is a misogynistic construct. Like... Ranma is incredibly misogynistic in the anime, the character Ranma. It, none of oh, that yeah. occurs here. It's it's like he's exempt, exempt from all of that. Like, yeah. That's right. Ridiculous. And then Haposa is the only one who gets any sort of, like, flack for being the perv, and it's because it's very, very overt. Mm. I get the idea. This isn't... I've read one or two other dark Akane fanfics before. It seems to be a theme... That seems to be written by men who don't understand why everybody's mean to Ranma, <laughs> and they try to rewrite around that. I can't imagine not understanding why people would be mean to Ranma. Well, they talk about how, what I mean. Talk about how they don't like, see dumb. any rational reason why Akane could be upset at Ranma, despite the fact that Ranma is regularly worse than, than, than Akane most it's of the time. Probably yeah, just men who expect to be able to get away with everything, and that Ranma didn't ask for any of these fiancés. They they came on to him. It's mm-hmm. not his fault that all this is going on. And so he should be mean to them because it's totally their I, fault. Despite like, the fact that he's terrible about it the whole time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And that uh, it's not that, their fault either. And like, that people blame Rama. That in their eyes, the women blame Rama for their feelings. <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. Well, and that, you know, I love it when men blame me for their feelings. And that also, no, wait, women uh, blame me for their feelings. Who blames who for their feelings? I, I don't know. Everyone uh, takes men responsibility. Would, men would blame women for their yeah. feelings, right? Yeah, well, that's t- traditionally what happens. Right. But that's now, why. apparently, women are blaming men for their feelings. And these, so. there's a Jusenkyo curse. Let's involved. back off on that. And these dark Akane fics usually revolve around the theme Sorry, of. I um, loved you, but you were just so sexy. <laughs> usually revolve around the theme of. Uh, or the fantasy of Rama breaking out of Akane's, quote, control. End quote. Control, <laughs> yes. She has so much control over Ranma, she tells him what to do by, the, like, the loudest, most vocal and direct way possible, and he never does any of it. I mean, I'd be frustrated in her position, too. She's yeah. trying to get him to take responsibility for himself, and I, he doesn't do jack shit. Like, I mean, like... No, you, he does not. If you imagine knowing Rama in real life for, for, like, a day, that'd be too much. <laughs> too much. See, I think, yeah, that's the hard part, is Robin being a sympathetic character, it's like, of course Akane has to be a villain, because she's asking him to take responsibility for himself, and what's one thing Ranma's never going to do? I feel like I suddenly want to draw some kind of Ranma-Scott Pilgrim parallel. Oh, God. You know, where yeah. where he's kind of a jerk who's oblivious of other people's yeah. emotional, like, yeah. is super self-absorbed, and the plot arc at the end is him realizing he's just kind of a shitty person yeah. and a shitty friend. See, that was the frustrating part for me about reading Scott Pilgrim, too, is it's just like, oh, these terrible boys. Well, but, but, but yeah, in that... It's true, but... In that, it's the one of the he, points. It, one it of the is themes. one of the points, but it's not... To me, it's Scott Pilgrim, it's not enough at the end. It uh-huh. doesn't make up. But I do think, you know, obviously there's a harem anime flair that, mm-hmm. that the author was inspired by, so who knows? Maybe they were inspired by Rodma as well, so... I can see that. 
Yeah. I mean, especially with, you know, like the ninja lesbian girlfriend. Like, yeah, there's a lot. <laughs> Having to fight the ex-boyfriends is like, that sounds like a very Ronma thing to me. Oh, okay. yeah. The yeah. fiance, having to fight the fiance is very Ronma. That is definitely the genre they're playing off of. That's well, that's the range I of Ronma emotions. Songs, but yeah, I do think that the, you know, this is something with Takahashi's stuff I've seen before. It's very set in the, like, the place and time and the misogyny of the place and time. It's like... I feel like this fic doesn't take into account the fact that, like, this is not set in the contemporary era, and, like, for Rodman to be engaged to all these women is actually, like, not incredibly bizarre. Wait a minute. It's set in the 90s. No, but it isn't, though, because they have, like... Is it set in the 90s? Yeah. It's set in the 90s. Big, giant cell phones and everything. Why do the cell phones come in? Cell phones? Like, uh, I think Nabiki uses one at some point. Oh, yeah. Okay, maybe right. I'm... No, I it... always thought it was set, like, uh, over 100 years ago. Afraid but I, not. I didn't no. get that far into it, but the way that they dress and how small the villages uh, are... Like, I know there's a okay. school, but... So everything about... I know it's fantasy. Like, I know it's not, like, in this world, but... <laughs> it's set in the 90s, except that China it apparently consists of small mystical villages of various kinds. Which is not at all a racist portrayal. Oh, no. Yeah, I really thought it was set, like, a couple hundred years ago. I literally thought the Vat Rodma. And it kept, you know, bear in mind, it's been a while since I've seen it or read it, and I didn't get that far, but... That is so strange. (laughs) Because you never see a a television Rodma. No, yeah, they they watch TV. In the first episode, uh, Genma smashed Rodma with a stop sign. Uh, Stop Prince, sign, you're right. I yeah. do remember that. Principal Kuno's obsessed with Hawaii okay, and uses well, electric shavers to try to shave off people's it's hair. It's very, like, I guess it's fairly on and off. I guess maybe it just for me it kind of... I mean, you do have a point. Kind of it, flew by my head. They live in a traditional know? style house. They all will yes. wear traditional clothing, Chinese or and Japanese. That, yeah, and even Most, more so than, you know, any small village in China or Japan would be like right yeah. now, I think. Or Most, in the 90s when it was written. Most people who show up are, like, heirs to some sort of weird yes. tradition of, like extremely old traditional things and everything is based around you know fighting and Mm. magic i just you know i guess i you know the small technology details just kind of slip by me and all of that technology is not very important but it's set in the 90s explicitly that's so funny like they live in a suburb of tokyo like they watch tv and yet they're still (laughs) having like they're still selling off their children for these arranged marriages. I, I think well, that was the idea with it. These guys were overly yeah. traditional. Overly, okay. Yeah. Well, you know, it's, well, it's it, an they're all overly marriage. traditional, crazy martial artist people. Because they're martial artists. Yeah. And also, uh, yes. and also all martial artists are. Things like the, the ukyo engagement, where he yeah. engages her so that he can steal the okonomiyaki cart that's a dowry. Yeah. Um, Which, um, I still just... <laughs> I'm still just struggling with how they've characterized that this particular version to like a now uh, okay. when when you take everyone's actions seriously, Genma does come off even worse than most people. Oh, but, he's bad. But he's not sure. He's supposed to be bad, but like not so bad that he's always unsympathetic in the original. Like she still finds sympathy for him sometimes. Like there's a story arc where he realizes that Ron was just way, way better than him now, and he's like mm-hmm. no longer like the big father mentor figure. Mm-hmm. And of course, what that turns into is him developing a technique that is just him giving a big fatherly hug and not letting go of Ronma. Like because it's a ridiculous gag martial arts comic. Right. But like, you know, but he's not irredeemably terrible, such that you're not supposed to find him sympathetic sometimes. He's right. just he's just right. almost all the time terrible. Yeah. Um, 
I just struggle to find any of the men in, in Ranma sympathetic almost ever. Not a Ryoga fan? I don't... Ryoga's the most sympathetic, but then when he uses his change in form to, to just like, literally yeah. assault people sexually, then it's like, no. I'm not like, sure just no. I'm not sure there's any character in there that's sympathetic. I feel like some any of character the women can be sympathetic, but only because, like, I feel for some of what they're going through because of the, like, misogynistic constructs that are being placed on them. I relate uh, as a teacher to Miss Hinako, mm. who sometimes has to put her adult face on and, like, seriously try to do what she thinks is best for her students. But really, most of the time, she'd rather act like a child, eat candy, and, like, hang out yeah. watching TV. That's actually pretty relatable. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Miss Hinako is one of my favorites, so we'll see when or if she shows up. Also, I played her a whole lot first year of college in the third Ranma fighting game for the Super Nintendo. Mm. Her and Herb. I played uh, Ryoga. Ryoga was, I played yeah. some Ryoga. Ryoga yeah. was a good character. I think I would have liked Ryoga, except for the whole, like... Pichon thing? Yes. Yeah. That's absolutely it. That's the entire thing that makes me... Ryoga's character actually seems fine until he does the same thing that every other man does in it, which is sexually assault women, so... Mm. And women, you know, also Try are sexually assaulting other people yeah, as well. And that's, that's true, too. You know, like, we, we can't, like, there's obviously, like, sexist standards that's perpetuating greater sexual I assault. I think Tofu doesn't have but... because Tofu ceases to exist at some point. Yes, Tofu <laughs> has the benefit of not yeah. staying around long enough. Yeah. yeah. You, you, what is it, you die a hero or do you live long enough to become a villain? <laughs> I'm trying to think of any of, there's any of the, like, the women in there that, like, don't also become, you know, like, somehow become overly invested in, like... The men they're attracted to, uh, in a way that I, like yeah, but Nabiki yeah. hardly abuses people for profit. Kasumi, yeah. yeah, but I mean, I'm not saying she's not an incredibly sexist stereotype. Yeah. Just she doesn't specifically do just that. Like, thing. Yeah, like I think shampoo, with Kasumi, like, <laughs> like that's assault. Like there's just so much sexual assault in Ranma. I with, think that's why I can't. With Kasumi, I might go with like dangerously negligent, unaware. Um, but. Mostly not present in this narrative. <laughs> anyway, it's like Seinfeld. You're not supposed to like them. Right. Yeah. So, speaking of that, Ranma fanfic was a big scene mm-hmm. in the period we're looking at. It's also a relatively easy mine for me to go to because the resources are there. Not only did I read a lot of it when I was young, but mm-hmm. there are sites like Tailswapper where it's like, hey, here's 20 pretty good Ranma fanfics. Like, right. Um, so... Are you okay with reading some more in the future? I promise they will not be this bad. Yeah, I mean, you can't promise that. <laughs> you don't know. <laughs> uh, I'm alright with Ranma fic. I just, yeah, I'm always going to have that chronic problem with never liking the characters, but if you take it to the realm of comedy, we don't have the problem of, like, trying to sympathize with people who are horrible. I don't mm. know. Well, we're going to try to continue to rotate a large variety of stuff as we go forward. Okay. You were saying? Uh... I was just saying that Ranma fanfic is a deep well, and so there's going to be a lot of things that I'm going to be putting forward to read, but, you know, probably no more than one-fourth of the time. <laughs> we'll see what the what else we can pull up on okay. rotation. Ranma and Sailor Moon both have just a whole lot of stuff that can be read that is supposed to have been pretty good. Yeah, I will say that I generally think I prefer Sailor Moon, but th- this was also very enlightening to see that some people really empathize with, like, the pathos of Ranma and yeah. Ranma characters. And it was a thing. There were fandom wars about, like, which 
characters were blameless and which characters were terrible that I feel like this is very much mm. a product of. When, and sure. really, they're just all terrible. Everyone's terrible, right. and that's, that's why it works. And that's yes. why it's good. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It, it's just kind of funny to think about. It's like I, the Seinfeld thing keeps coming back to me. It's like, imagine... <laughs> A Seinfeld fan fiction where someone was like, George and Elaine are great, but Kramer and Jerry are awful. <laughs> Fuck those <guy>. bitches. <laughs> like, really? Jerry did nothing wrong. <laughs> My new campaign for the new year. <laughs> well, to finish off our discussion of the fanfic itself, I'd like to read the end of the fanfic. Ranma and Ukyo have reunited. Um, a couple years later, whatever. Tears flowed freely down Ranma's face as he returned the embrace. As they both stood there, supporting each other with their embraces, two embraces in one paragraph, Ukyo saw something through her teary eyes over Ranchan's shoulder. It was the pointed top of the now-familiar tower of the cathedral, outlined with stings of light bulbs to give it a shiny outline oh, by dear. night. On top of it was the now-light dotted cross upon which Ukyo had made a wish. That wish had finally come true after bringing her through a necessary journey into darkness that she didn't think she was capable of understanding in the past. But through the tiny glimpse of hope and faith within her, she was able to come back out into the light, not only safe, safe and sound, but a much improved person as well. Smiling gratefully at the shiny symbol of Christ, Ukyo again rested the side of her head upon the shoulder of her wish come true. The end. Did we mention what the wish was in the beginning? What was the wish? I it, forgot. It was in the prologue, and the wish was mm. to see his dreams and learn his nightmares, to help in defeating the darkness haunting him, yes. and to rejoice in the light of his triumph. Now that... And his and is then, Jesus Christ, right? And then afterwards it said... No, Ukyo, it's her man. Yeah. Afterwards it said, Ukyo shivered at the melodramatic turn that her wish had taken. Yuck. Mm -hmm. So even the characters in the fake even the knew this is too much. <laughs> and when they wrote melodramatic, they meant misogynistic. But anyway, <laughs> yes, like it very much, you know, that's that's that kind of like Christian bent that comes in it. Like the woman to support the man. It has to be marriage at the end mm -hmm. under the cathedral. Like this wish has to come true. And like even her like little like yuck is more like, oh, I want to be an independent woman, but I'm going to cave in the end. Yep. As a side note, um, there was a yuck, there was an arc, but there was no ack, so I'm not, not upset about it. How do you feel about <laughs> the fan Japanese in this one, Dom? The fan Japanese in this one, they used baka, which is mm -hmm. fine. They used suffixes? Yeah, they used suffixes. Yeah. And um, at one point, there was a, there should have been, they actually should have used fan Japanese, but they didn't. A use of the word sister, mm -hmm. which would have made more sense as an onenchan. Yeah. Uh, I was actually thrilled, look, as a Japanese speaker, I was thrown by one instance of Japanese in this one. Which one? At one point, shampoo refers to cologne as whatever term she uses to refer to cologne that I'm not familiar with. Right, I, I was confused about with the With no time explanation. Time. Uh, I, I, I forgot the word Wait, already. was that supposed yeah. to be? But it's one that one that's not in common parlance that I'm not familiar with and that I do and not remember for using. Because I never watched the anime in Japanese. I only read the manga translated, yeah. right? So yeah. I'm not even familiar with it. And I don't speak Japanese, so I can't help. Um, anyway, that was like a word where I was kind of surprised they expected me to know it, but maybe maybe a better Ranma fan would have. And it was a Japanese word? Yeah. Hmm. That is quite surprising, considering that I don't know if this fan knows Japanese, but they don't use it often. They know a little fan Japanese. I mean, yes. like you do. Yes, Baka, San, Chan. Oh, did we forget to tell how Ranma actually makes her living at, at the end of the story? Oh, 
How did we forget? How did we not talk about that? Oh man, I forgot. Okay, lay it on us. I I don't I don't know, I'm not sure worker, I understand. Right? <laughs> no, Ranma ends up. I don't think we're drawing authoring. Uh, yes, writing. Writing. Ranma doesn't know how to write. Oh, well, Ranma ends up writing a manga series called Ron One Half. Oh, with, with a lot with Rumiko Takahashi doing the art. A lot like Rumiko Takahashi. No, no, he he does it with Rumiko Takahashi. Oh, okay. He so writes the story. Oh, okay. Yeah, Takahashi yes. does the art because having gone through all of these experiences that the fanfic takes very seriously as traumatic. What he would want to do is write a gag manga about them. A comedic <laughs> story about... I mean, that would definitely explain the existence of Ranma. <laughs> <laughs> a real a series that has come to life and then become a parody of itself and then writes itself and then comes to life and then <laughs> becomes a parody of itself. You know, I, I had an idea for a Sailor Moon fanfic like this sometime where... where... Like, it would have been, it would have been all the senshi being reborn among varying ages, like, in completely different people, mm -hmm. and Ro Sailor Moon would have existed as a manga because the reincarnation of Sailor Pluto was Naoko Takeuchi, or, like, her equivalent, and she was just writing the manga, and it would have been kind of wrong, but, like, the basic idea... It's I, a, a little bit more like, please save our Earth. See, I, I never saw that. Yeah. I remember that, yeah... They had reincarnation, but one of them died first, so they get yeah. born sooner mm -hmm. or later. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, it, yeah, when he first said that about it, I was like, that's, that's, that's going to be bad, but that actually sounds okay to me. <laughs> I mean, like, mostly what I wanted was, like, a team of reincarnated people who are not all the same age and peers. So, like, one of them yeah, was yeah. going to be, like, a mother, and, you know, and one of them would be, like, you know, still mm -hmm. in grade school, and, like, one of them, you know... Because I, I thought that would be a more interesting dynamic. Well, Sailor Moon kind of already has that a little bit. Well, I know. But... Sailor Moon has, has like, what is it, ninth graders and 10th graders. And... No, but what okay, about... Okay, it has Chibi Moon, you're right. Yeah, but no, and what about Sailor Saturn and Sailor Pluto? Uh, like... li okay, well, what, who knows what then, age Saturn is? And Was there a, a, a canonical yeah. reason why well, Saturn's it was like all in Japan? Japan. Like four, no, so. no canonical reason why it's all in Japan. So then it would be worldwide. It would have been worldwide, yeah. Yeah. Um, Interesting. Very, very new, uncanny X Men <laughs> was my conception of it. That's fair. Um, and by new, I mean very, very old. <laughs> so after this, we're doing one of the four side stories that was written for this fic, right? Oh, I wanted to comment. Well, okay, let's talk about things we liked about this fanfic, and I'll go first because I thought it was very charming that the author went to peers for pre-readers, incorporated their ideas. And, like, four of them at least promised to write side stories about it. It was, mm. you know, thank you, just at the very beginning. Yeah. Like, thanks to various pre-readers. Pre Torrance A. Griffin, who warned me about the wrath of Ak the Akane lovers. Oh, no, wait, that's not right. <laughs> Zen, for liking the story so much and helping with the grammar for the final product, he will probably do an Akane side story for this fic as well, if he has time and inspiration. Sigane, for commenting on the Ronman Ryoga parts, as well as agreeing to write a Kodachi side story for this. Ryan Anderson, for liking the story so much that he is now writing the shampoo side story for me. And Sean Connor, for pointing out various wrongs in the story and agreeing to write the Ranma side story for this fic. And I thought that was really charming that, like, they're hooked into this community of Ranma fanfiction mm -hmm. writers who not only are providing proofreading, but are like, well, I'll, I'll get in on this too. Like, I'll write some fanfic for your fanfic. Mm -hmm. And um, I've read some fanfic for fanfic. I remember there's like a 
children of an elder god, like, kind of comedy Christmas side story that someone else wrote. I remember there's, like, um, what was this series? Quantum Destinies has, like, side stories written by other people. That's another Ranma fanfic I remember reading. And so I, I thought that was very cute and charming. And that's my favorite thing, not counting the Ranma Ryoga fanfiction that we did not really get. Yeah. That, that was cute, and I did like that they seemed to have so many friends who were willing to contribute, though. I do wish maybe their friends had given them a little more, uh, critique? No, I bet their friends, I bet their friends thought this was super cool and dark. I think super Zen edgy. is yeah. the author of The Bitter End, which is the most famous Akane is a horrible, horrible, physical abuser person mm. fanfic. Mm. So no wonder they liked the story so much and agreed to write the Akane side story. I see, I see. Mm. I, I, I think my favorite part is the Ryoga Ranma fanfic we didn't see. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm not sure it's yeah. fair to say that, but... No, I think it's fair because embedded in a bunch of stuff we hated was genuinely a couple of ideas or concepts that I liked and that you liked and that we liked. Yeah. And if the focus had been on that and everything else had been cut away, then yeah. it would have been a completely different fanfic. But... Um, I think we can give credit to good ideas inside the main thing. It, you know, and I even I agree with that because even the part I read about the 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 serious bite, I just was like, this is some sort of like bizarre vampire fetish porn, but it's actually well written. You know, like this yeah. is very like this like strange erotica that maybe I don't know if it's my cup of tea, but it's it's kind of like this interesting erotic seed that's very interesting to build up to and I just wish it had taken maybe not so much as I'm going to bite you to death and more of a makeout scene but it, it was like they, I thought actually thought that was quite I it was built up to fairly well it was like one of two parts in the fic that was really yeah. engaging like the other part where they talked yes, about the it part was so suspenseful where like, the part like before they kiss like uh, the yes. Ranryoga attraction initially that that part was, was also very engaging quite well done. yeah and and just the conversation where Ron was like convincing Ryoga to like go run away with him but not really being willing to say it completely right. and Ryoga's like and, oh okay because that like, could have been really bad yeah, and really honestly, cheesy really quick yeah. yeah it really makes me wonder if this is like the fan fiction of like a thwarted gay Christian boy who's like <laughs> oh but the the tomboy is what I'll marry at the end sort of ah. thing you know but there's just there's so much there like there's so much sensuality I think the author built it yeah. actually very well yeah that, that's almost from I, an experience it just it definitely feels a little bit you know wrought to be around that I, I think that is my headcanon for the author yes exactly <laughs> right like oh I guess I'm gonna have to end up marrying this girl but <laughs> but yeah yeah but but there's all this like very knotted intense sexuality that's like given a darkness mm-hmm. you know it's ascribed this darkness even this vampiric nature, right? Right, because they talk about Rama and U- Ukiyo liking each other, but it was just sort of very a lip service, yeah, yeah. sort of way. There's no, yeah. there's they no really, chemistry. Like, it's not, it's no not sexual. Yeah. The only sexual parts really come in between Ryuga and Rama. <clears throat> like, really, that's the only part I found like actually to be sexual, like sensual, like erotic. Those are the only parts of the fic that are actually erotic. Mm-hmm. Like, other than like, hey, we're good friends. Yeah. So. I, and I think just yeah, in general, but it was well done. Rom and Ryoga are allowed to kind of be a little bit more peers, like on the same mm-hmm. level. The, you know, it's still Ranma giving Ryoga a lecture, but it's not quite the same as like Ranma giving Kodachi a lecture or like, yes. you know, Ukyo giving Akane a lecture. Like, it's more like, hey, yeah. I'm very hurt because we were close and yeah. because you did these things. And it's kind of more of a two way communication the fact that than most barely, communications yes, in here. Built that up. 
build yeah. that in, so well. But yes, I also appreciate that the author did call attention to the racism and misogyny mm-hmm. of like around Shampoo's character and like yeah. made her very sympathetic. I was like that that's actually reasonable and I, I'm sorry to the author, but I didn't expect them to be that reasonable until mm-hmm. I started reading how they portrayed Shampoo and then I was like well, like, you're actually treating Shampoo like a, a person with thoughts and feelings and sensitivities, which mm. is not how the manga treats her. Very, very rarely. So, and not how a lot of fans treat her. They treat her as this one-dimensional, you know, superficial and dumb woman, which she is obviously not to the author. Doesn't and she I think like that's Japanese really important. Like or something? Um, like a month? I mean, I mean, she's yeah, she's she, very capable. She does. She's treated. You, know. you are correct that in her first appearance, she's saying mo- she's saying single words. She leaves yes. and goes back to China at the end of that arc. And when she comes back, she's learned a lot more Japanese. But then she never improves beyond that. Right. Like yeah, she still has the broken Japanese for the entire rest of the series. That's because she's being sexually fetishized for her broken Japanese. I think you're right. And also so. to uh, contextualize in a way that's probably not supposed to be a lot of foreign language speakers actually do reach a point of fluency yes. and stop there. Yeah, that's true. But, because it's yeah, what's work. It's but Moose what and Cologne... Well, okay, Cologne is, like, old and yeah. she knows everything. But, like, Moose is just allowed to be fluent. Yeah. Yes. You know, but you pantyhose, never... pantyhose is allowed to just be fluent and he's Chinese. And the, but, you know, the face is never a point where it's, like, implied that Shampoo is dumb. Do you know what I in, mean? In the fanfic? Like, no, I think in the manga, I think the way that she speaks is like she's treated like she's dumb. You're but right. I don't think she's ever like the I don't no. think the authors ever make like the I don't think, you know, Takashi ever makes her seem like she's actually not just as capable as anybody else. It's I just think that the you're way right. she speaks is different and that means everybody else looks down she on her. She also comes up with a bunch of different plans and yeah. schemes that actually work out sure. very well and are relatively And I mean, clever. like, I'm not she makes... ever going to buy into this like, whole intelligence idea. I think it's really ridiculous that everybody has their different, you know, things going on for them. But she seems very, very capable of yeah. strategizing despite everything working against her, you know? Mm-hmm. Very capable and independent person, so. But the author acknowledges that. Then dare I ask, what was your least favorite part of this fanfic? I think the uh, Christian references kind of took me out of uh, the whole Ranma that setting. That was bizarre. Yeah. I, I think if I had to point at one thing, that's what I would do so I wouldn't have to think about the rest of it. <laughs> mm-hmm. I wish they'd been more of a like, Christian scholar and put some more depth into that. Otherwise, it just it doesn't actually make a lot of sense. It's surprisingly superficial considering that it's so prominent like yes. um, as a motif. It's like the images are analyzed very independently and superficially. There's not a lot injected from, like, the actual meat of that Christianity, which I find surprising. I think actually the thing... The meat of that Christianity is bread, right? Am I understanding this right? (laughs) Yes, the body of Christ. Okay. The host. Or it's a lot of fish. Okay. A lot of fish. (laughs) Well, only on Fridays. (laughs) I'm mostly Jewish, so I don't know. Yeah, um, fish is not considered meat by Catholics, or I guess a lot of other uh, Protestants either. I have no idea. So they're, so they're weird vegans? Well... Pescatarians? No, 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 no. You're allowed to eat meat except on Fridays and Lent and then, like, several other occasions, but you can't eat fish because it's technically not meat to Christians or to Catholics. I don't know. I, I can't speak for Protestants. I'm sorry. But I think my actual not favorite thing would have been, um... The whole justification of Rama as a good person and the vilification of Akane. I, I'm yeah. not yeah. a fan of that. Yeah. No, I, it was pretty ridiculous. 
I found the fanfic very hard to read and very mm-hmm. tedious and very like poor characterization. But when I reached the child prostitution, I was just like, oh, I'm done. Like, it was yeah. already plenty dark. You were already taking things too seriously, and like, you're clearly not. You don't. You're, yeah. you're using this for shock value, and it's terrible. Yeah. And like, that was my least favorite individual thing in this fanfic. Yeah. Um. And yeah, I, I do. And I, you know, object. You know, also maybe it's it's such a hard thing to do. Like. You know, using the the P word is definitely a slur, but to say that, like, it's sex work when it's children, when it's, like, indentured sexual slavery is pretty much Yeah, I guess that's fair. Term. I, um, yeah, I did not mean in the sense that he was, in some yeah. way, like, the active one in that. It's just, well, no, I just, I, I object to using the P word because of the, the slur element of it, is all I'm trying mm-hmm. to say, but... It, there's, you know, struggling with with children in that aspect. You know, it just, it's so much, you know, even to think about, to have to put that in there. And when I doubt this is the author's own personal experience, I just think it's extremely inappropriate. Yeah. And it brings up a lot of things that, they're just not necessary. I think the author is trying to push into a realm that probably is better explored, you know, personally rather than out in the world with all of this or rather used as like an impetus for a plot device i, I agree. just find that kind of disgusting so. but then again i will say that this is an excuse but back at the time this was written people had a lot of less of an understanding mm-hmm. of that but that's not an excuse i'm glad we're all smarter now <laughs> i'm glad everyone's smarter about these things yeah. and you could never find a fanfic like this written today <laughs> oh. oh well. Well, uh, you know, you think about it. Nineteen ninety-seven. How much information was actually available? This is before most people had the internet in their homes. Well, so. there was one site where you could find summaries of all Sailor Moon episodes, so that was most of what we mm-hmm. needed to know. Oh yeah, absolutely. Not like world information <laughs> about like current events and like appropriate political terminology. We just episodes of Sailor Moon summarized. That's uh, all. It's pretty I impressive resource for the time. Hitoshi Doi's site. Hmm. Um, on that note, anything else people want to add, or are we done here? I just can't get over that scene where Ranma bites Ryuga. I know, really, like, I, it's it really reads, just lingering with me. It reads like Ranma like, bites a chunk out of his shoulder. Not yes, because he's squirting blood, yeah. and he passes out. Like We didn't read that part, but he's <laughs> squirting blood, he passes out. And he would have died. He would have died yeah. if Ranma hadn't like had a moment of like spontaneous sympathy and uh-huh. like saved him. Take okay. him to Dr. Tofu, very the only strange. doctor. <laughs> yes. Very, very strange. strange. Strange how erotic that scene was, and then it actually took me a couple of minutes to realize that he was actually trying to kill him. So. Well, I've got to say, I intend... My intention is to read things that we suspect might be good, um, but we got a lot of good discussion off of something that was pretty bad, so in the end, I'm reasonably happy with it. It was worth, like, the, the like... <laughs> two and a half hours of reading it took me just to get to that part where Ron was So there you go. There we go. When we find fanfics that we don't like, we should cut out the parts we do like and assemble them into some sort of, like, Frankenstein fanfic. Ooh. Um, so, really just com- completely out of context. Here's a Ranma fic with that biting scene. Yeah. And then we move on to... So it's like a one-page lemon fic? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. 
I mean, <laughs> I forgot about that. Lime, unless you're, unless you're going to add something a lot more explicit. He bites him, but with his penis. <laughs> he bites his penis, <laughs> blood spurts out. This uh, will arouse people, right? I want to say no. <laughs> you know, you want to say no because you want to believe no. Right. But... Yeah, you got it. Yeah. All right. This is the part of the show where ordinarily I would be telling what fanfic we'll be reading next time. Is that a Connor side story, right? Uh, okay, so of the four side stories, which would you most and least like to read? We've got... Oh, wait. Well, most like to read the shampoo, right? Because the other three... For me, I think yeah. both most and least is the Kodachi one. Because <laughs> I don't know what they would be, but I don't think it'd be anything good. I've, yeah. I've got in reserve a Rodma fanfic that is seriously looking at the Kuno family, and I don't, I don't know what to think about people seriously looking at mental illness through the lens of the Kuno family. I'm not sure yeah. that's ground we want I to just, enter. Yeah, I feel like, you know, we're always going to end up in this space with these things where we're touching on subjects that we don't really want to get to with the people that are writing about them. No. I think we might just skip that fanfic, yes. So, yeah. Um... We just did Sailor Moon last week, but that, not with you. Mm -hmm. There's a yes. lot of short Sailor Moon stuff I mean, no, that is good or worth discussing. So maybe a good short yeah. Sailor Moon? Just uh, no problem with that? Yeah. Short's good. All right. Yeah. Usually right. I would give more specifics, but then next, next test run, pilot, whatever we're calling this, we'll find a short Sailor Moon fanfic to read mm. and talk about it. That sounds great. Until then, I think we're signing off. Mm-hmm. Do we have a thing that we say at the end? Uh, we should go through the roll call again so people remember what are, who we are attached to which Oh, yes, yes, yes. want to be associated with us. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, that's going to make everything awkward, I guess. Well, I think it's simple. We'll just go through and edit and replace every instance of your name with some little sound clip. Yeah, like, we'll just uh, say boing. boing. Boing, yeah. Oh, the grinder noise. There you go. <laughs> yeah, this, this was just a podcast done by three people on Earth who like each other. Excellent. <laughs> this is three people on Earth who like each other. <laughs> this is Dom. This is Amato. This is Tori. Uh, bye, everybody. Love you. Technically, no you're worries. older than the previous Amato, so... <laughs>